Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. And I have uh, a good friend of mine who's also a broadcasting brother by the name of Lee Hall. He is on the G-Line located in Mississippi. Brother Hall, uh, I got you on this call right now. I'm actually doing a sample to show people how powerful and yet how simple it could be to have a quality broadcast going on. Right now, I'm using a standard unidirectional microphone on a mic stand, and I have this plugged into a phone, and I'm using an a exterior speaker. If you it's called the Magic Bullet the silver bullet uh, little speaker as a way of listening to your voice, and I, I want you to uh, give me uh, your honest ranking and rating on the sound quality of this call. I, I, think, I think it's excellent. When I listened to one of your tutorials and one of your infomercials, uh, a segment about the bit rate, and, uh, and as you gave the, the difference in the way they sound, I was wondering what you were using, and I know you also talked about uh, what you need for music, what you need for a talk, and 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 I was curious about what you sounded like because it sounded so good. I know you talked about pre twenty being the highest, and the one I was listening to was excellent. I just I didn't know how it could get any better than what you were listening to, so I was yeah. wondering whether it gave you from fifty two to three twenty. Uh, what, so that's, that's just excellent, and there's also good information. Well, I appreciate you uh, uh, sharing those kind words. And just like we try to always show people, uh, yes, you could go out and spend a lot of money, a lot of unnecessary money on the biggest and the baddest and the latest whistles, bells, and gadgets. But if you really maximize what you have and understand what you're trying to do in your message and your overall uh, a goal, if you will, you could really optimize uh, a lot of simple, basic tools that most people are overlooking uh, to get the sound that you want. The beauty behind radio and audio, if you will, and um, I've, um, I kind of coined this deal where I like to, to cheat the system or trick the system because when people hear an audio broadcast, a podcast, or a live uh, Internet broadcast, they're not really concerned about what equipment you're using. Broadcasters get caught up in what equipment you're using. I've learned that I want to be the most efficient but yet quality-sounding broadcaster that I could be. I can't worry about how the next person is doing it, what they're doing it, and why they're not doing it a certain way. I know what's going to work for me to get over what I need because the bottom line is this. If I'm not spending a whole lot of money on bells, whistles, and chimes, and I get to keep that money in my pocket, mm-hmm. and that's the bottom line. I, uh, when people talk about sound, many times people think about production, the music. Uh, but when you talk about sound and you emphasize that, you're talking about the overall quality of what's coming out on the other side, more so than voice, 
than just the bells and whistles, as you say, or the production. Let me ask you this here. Uh, when did you discover that that was so important, the sound and the sound quality? When did you discover that? And when did you determine that that was uh, one of the main uh, concerns that a person should have when they're producing in terms of a relationship to the listener? Wow. You know, I would have to go back uh, to my, my, I guess, my undergraduate days back at Prairie View when, uh, with me being a communications major where I got my bachelor's from, I was always um, concerned about the quality versus quantity. Um, you could get a lot of information. You can get a lot of uh, understanding if you can comprehend and understand what is being said. But if it's too loud, if it's too low, if it's so many different distractions, it takes away from the very essence of what you're trying to get across. So I, I learned at an early stage of me uh, being involved in this business that I, I go for quality. A lot of people, uh, they get a mixer, for example, and they think if I open the mixer up as loud as it can go, then uh, that's going to give me a better sound, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, in, in a particular case, you have mixers that have highs, uh, mids, and lows. You have some mixers that I have a high and a low. You have some mixers that don't have any adjustments at all. So then it's going to go on how do I maximize the objects that I have to get the most quality sound. It's going to w uh, matter with the type of microphone that you're using, uh, the distance that you have from that microphone, because a lot of people think that if I'm up uh, eating the microphone, I like to call it, sitting all into the microphone, that they're going to hear me better and it's going to give me a more distinct sound. And that is furthest from the truth. Uh, and, and here's another thing that people don't understand. In the particular case of a handheld microphone, if you get too close to the microphone, the saliva that comes off of your mouth from speaking gets down there and starts corroding the little uh, uh, microphone internal uh, existence and operating system, if you will, which eventually calls the microphone to malfunction. So uh, understanding those little ins and outs make all the difference in the world on a quality production. I hope that answered your question. It did. It did. Let me ask you, how do you know when you have the proper volume? And you see, we uh, psychologically, and we think that uh, if you get a 10, if it's 10, whatever the gauge of the numbers on it, uh, hey, if I'm at a 10, I'm loud, and that must be coming across good. How do you determine what is the right sound for the listeners on the other side on the other side that's listening to the broadcast? Well, the, the right sound is going to vary from different uh, locations and, and different variables, uh, such as how high is a ceiling, the density of the room, um, what's going on in the particular area that you're broadcasting. So you cannot overemphasize testing, testing, and retesting. When I'm uh, going through these series that we've been helping people out on, um, I made emphasis to them that 80% of what we do is live. And you could go in and get set up for your broadcast, for your show, or whatever you're doing, and you come in and have everything picture perfect because there's no one in the room. There's no crowd back noise, and you got all your levels right. Then as soon as it's time for a kickoff or it's time to do a live production, people have come and filled the room, your whole sound level has changed. That's why you got to test it before, 
after and even sometimes fine-tune doing. So each location is going to vary on what the sound is. But once you have gotten accustomed to your equipment, you got accustomed to the quality of sound that you desire as a producer, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those second-nature things. It just kicks in, and you know what sounds right and feels right for you for your production. All right. Great, great information. Why do you think that that has been missed so much, so much in, when it comes to broadcasting? Why do you think that's so, that people have missed that? I say that uh, even experiencing ourselves, if there's a sound, you listen for something, and the sound is off and the sound is distracted, uh, if it's dropping out, then even the programs we want to listen to, we find ourselves straining, and the listeners should not strain to listen, but we find ourselves turning away from it. We become disinterested in it because all we have is audio, and we can't follow that. We can't. We don't have anything to go to. Why do we? Why do we miss that so much? Well, that we, we respond to that. I I I have a couple of reasons why I do, um, and and I guess as meticulous, uh, some would probably even go as far to call it me being uh, somewhat anal when it comes to the sound that I desire. Uh, you have to remember that people have a very limited attention span. And if your your audio quality is going to be lacking or suffering, it's going to diminish and cut into the already shortened attention span of your potential listener. So that that is of importance. You want, I strive for quality. I always strive for quality. I don't want to be overbearing, but I want it to be where it's a listening enjoyment for their potential listener, whether they're listening for two minutes at a time, 20 minutes at a time, or two hours at a time. When they come in, I want them to be able to hear a clear, distinct sound of what's going on. That's why we, we've kind of went through the trial and error of breaking down the, the particular uh, kilobytes per second that is going to help what you need. Like I mentioned in other training series, 96 kilobytes per second is probably the ultimate um, uh, section that you would need for a talk-only uh, show, podcast, or broadcast. And I would definitely uh, get a little leery and weary when I got down to 48 kilobytes uh, per second. And 32, I'm, I'm about to throw in the tile. And 24, 16, and 8, I just stay away from so you want people to come in to be able to, to hear with clarity what the message is that you're bringing. You want to be able for the people to enjoy and want to be a part of what it is that you are bringing. And, and you want them to be able to be informed and entertained about what it is that you're bringing. And it's going to be about the balance of, of, of your audio. Now, I can even say this. A lot of people uh, are, are into video and these days. We stay away from video for several reasons. Number one is too many moving parts. Uh, it, it takes more hands to get a video production. You can do a three-minute video that might take you uh, 15, 30 minutes of audio that you have to edit and get ready. And you can do the same thing with audio, and it might not take you as much as four minutes to get three minutes worth of editing on uh, audio. So th there are different variations, but I guarantee you that that video, you can spend all the money in the world on the visual effects, but if that audio is off, it is going to make that video visible. Okay. Are you there? 
Yes, sir. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 I'm uh, hoping that uh, this little uh, roundtable discussion uh, with my brother in the broadcasting business, Lee Hall, will be of help and assistance. Before we get out, Lee, uh, why don't you uh, let the listeners know how uh, they could uh, listen to your broadcasting service and uh, the different sources that are available through the G-Line? Primarily go to our website, which is called gwoodlive.com is www.gwoodlive.com on Facebook at gwoodlive and through uh, uh, tweeting at gwoodlive and, and the information the other information and on common information will be on our website again at www.gwoodlive.com Alright gwoodlive.com Lee Hall the man with the plan in Greenwood, Mississippi. This has been another tutorial from the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on Instagram at OBN radio. Like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. That is OPN, capital M-I-C. That is all one word, broadcast network. And don't forget, to go to our website at obnradio.com. Until next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.